The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, I am so glad you are able to join NUMA podcast today. Our key text for this podcast is the book of Exodus chapter 34 verse 4 to 7. And for the sake of clarity, I will be reading from the Message Bible Translation. So, Moses cut two tablets of stone, just like the originals. He got up early in the morning and climbed Mount Sinai as God had commanded him, carrying the two tablets of stone. God descended in the cloud and took up his position there beside him, and called out the name, God. God passed in front of him and called out, God, God, a God of mercy and grace, endlessly patient, so much love, so deeply true, loyal in love for a thousand generations, forgiving iniquity, rebellion, and sin. Still, he doesn't ignore sin. He holds sons and grandsons responsible for a father's sins to the third and even the fourth generation. I invite you this morning to join me as I pray and bring this podcast to the Lord. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I thank you once again for another privilege to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord of mercy, I ask that your Holy Spirit inspire the sound of my voice today so that as many that will listen to this podcast will not only be blessed, but they will find this podcast to be key, to be important to their journey here on earth as they would have learned about the deep secret of the spiritual things that will set them on the solid ground for this journey. I ask all of this, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. 
of Nazareth. Amen. The title of this podcast is Transferred Spiritual Bondage. Transferred Spiritual Bondage. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, if you're listening to this podcast today, you probably know already that we live in a broken world, in a broken society. We live in a world where children can inherit illnesses such as Down syndrome, cystic fibrosis, sickle cell anemia, heart attacks, etc. from their family lines. But the worst of it is what I would call transferred spiritual bondage. Some call it generational curse, which is a continual negative pattern of habit or something not so pleasant that has been handed down from one generation to the other. This causes one to wonder why you have to struggle too much to succeed in simple areas of life that others may take for granted. Have you ever noticed that some people never ever had financial freedom or stability in life even though they profess faith in Jesus Christ? That is because they still need to break themselves loose from those transferred spiritual bondages inherited from their family line. Although this doctrine, in my opinion, is not well established in the New Testament, but I reckon that there is a reason why it is important that we consider the possibilities of transferred spiritual bondages or generational curses in our theologies. The reason is that Although God is merciful as we see from the text we read initially, he does not ignore sin and also because the family line is a very critical part of the human existence on this side of eternity. This is because it is the conduit for which DNA uses to connect a parent to the child. So, Some of the time, you may find that there is a persistent struggle that has been transferred between families from one generation to another. You hear people say something like this, My father died of heart attack. My mother died of cancer. At other times, you may also notice that there are series of bad habits such as gambling, drunkenness, uh, smoking, excessive smoking, and other unpleasant vices peculiar to your family. And this causes us to question and wonder how these things transfer. New Christians may find it difficult to accept that a loving God would allow a curse to be passed from one generation to the other. But my brothers and my sisters, 
there are so many things we do not know, but we can be rest assured that we would know when we are translated from this side of eternity to the other. At the moment though, we are not called to know, but to trust and to obey. And I say this because most of the time when we begin to seek for answers, the exercise of seeking for that answer takes us away from what really and truly matters. As children of God, our business is to trust in Jesus Christ, is to trust in our God and obey what he said we should do. Because at the end of the day, seeking answers may not really help us the way we think, especially when it comes to spiritual matters. And here is what the Apostle Paul said about temporal knowledge of God's mechanics. And in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 verse 12, he says this, In the same way, we can see and understand only a little about God now, as if we were peering at his reflection in a poor mirror. But someday, we are going to see him in his completeness, face to face. Now, all that I know is hazy and blurred, but then I will see everything clearly, just as clearly as God sees into my heart right now. Wow! This is key to living a life of trusting and obeying God about things that we do not understand, about things that we cannot explain. We see through the glass very dimly. Let's say that we are called not to be so concerned with finding the answers about everything in this world, but to live without them. And that's the only way we can progress into the things that are very deep in the spiritual realms that we cannot comprehend on our own. Our key text today that is the book of Exodus chapter 34 verse 4 to 7 seems to give credence to the doctrine of transferred spiritual bondage or generational curses. But I'm also abreast with the fact that you cannot simply establish doctrine on one scripture as it has to be collaborated but there is also something called the law of harvest which entails that you sow what you reap. So there appear to be a natural trajectory for such doctrine as generational curses to find its way into the family bloodline. Having said that, we have also got to consider the benefit of the finished work of Calvary and that is where it becomes even more interesting. And it led me to this question, should the Christian be worried about transferred spiritual bondage or generational curses? I would say no because of the finished work of Calvary. And here is a little bit of my testimony. Having been born 
on the continent of Africa, for which most of you who are listening to this podcast today may already have been aware of the fact that uh, prior to the coming of uh, Christianity and Islam, there has been an indigenous uh, way of worshiping God known as African primal religion, which our forefathers worshiped or belonged to. I happen to be born not as a Christian or as a Muslim. My great-great-grandfather was a high chief of the area. In other words, he was highly respected ruler of my area. And so he indulged and engaged in so many uh, dubious and terrible things, such as killing and all of those things, sacrifice, etc., and so, as time progresses, we experience instability in the family in different ways, and sacrifices were made. My mother, for example, had 12 children in total. Eight of them passed on, and four of us are left. I happen to be one of the youngest and the last one. <clears throat> but, in order to safeguard my life, I was taken to a shrine and uh, incantation made. This is Numa Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. Covenants were cut between the fetish priest and my parent so that I can live, so that I don't have to die like my other siblings that came before me or after me and I lived. Incisions were made on my face and then charms were given to me to keep and to live with until I come to the age of puberty. Once I reached the age of puberty, then the contract between the fetish priest and my family would be broken so I can be free as an adult. But when the time came, this priest had died at that time. And so, at the same time, I had given my life to Jesus Christ to keep. Instead of the fetish priest keeping my life, I have handed over my life to Jesus Christ. My mother was worried, so worried, because she didn't know what to do next. The fetish priest is dead. Who is going to undo what they've done to me? Who is going to break this chain of connection with this fetish priest? And thankfully, the Lord took me to the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 1. And here is what it says. There is therefore... Now, no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. And this was the key scripture that I used to stand upon. And I say to my mother, I said, look, here is what the Word of God says. 
I am a new creature. I am a child of God. So now there is no condemnation. There is no connection. There is no relationship between me and the fetish priest any longer because I am in Christ Jesus. Brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, this is indeed a great news. Although with a caveat, once you accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the transfer corridor of a generational spirit is blocked. And therefore, new generational curses can no longer have access or take hold of your life if you do not live after the flesh, but after the spirit. That means for us to be able to overcome these generational curses, we must understand that there is a caveat, there is a warning. The warning is that we need to live and work after the Spirit of God. For if the Holy Spirit directs us, if the Holy Spirit guides us, if God is for us, who can be against us? Not the fetish priest, not anyone who hates us, not any connection from one generation to the other. Even though it is there in the word of God. But I'm telling you, I'm assuring you, my brothers and sisters, all we've got to do is to key in into what God is saying positively to us. According to Galatians chapter 3 verse 13, Christ paid the price to free us from the curse that the laws in Moses' teaching bring by becoming cursed instead of us. Scripture says, everyone who is hung on a tree is cursed. Praise the Lord, brothers and sisters. I am so thrilled because I know that the finished work of Calvary gives me that protection, give me that leeway out of the miry uh, clay of the enemy, out of the snare of the devil, the wicked one. Because Jesus Christ, when he hung on that cross, he set you free. He set me free. And that's what we're talking about today. That you are indeed free from transferred spiritual bondage, from generational curses. If you key into these powerful scriptures, Jesus paid it all. And that's why I'm bringing this message to you today. That's why I'm sharing my personal testimony to you today. This is also in agreement with the book of Jeremiah chapter 31 verse 29 to 30. It says this, when those days come, people will no longer say, fathers have eaten sour grapes and their children's teeth are set on edge, but each person will die for his own sin. Whoever eats saw grapes will have his own teeth set on edge. What this is saying is that once you become a child of God, no longer will the sins of your forefathers curse curses to transfer into your life again. The result of broken generational causes means that those things such as sicknesses that impacted on your parent will no longer have effect on you because you have activated the protection that Calvary brings over your life. How can we overcome transferred spiritual bondage or generational causes? 
One, we must acknowledge the negative patterns in our lives. We must name it. We must confess it if necessary. But we also have to remember the book of John chapter 8 verse 36. If the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. You will be free. And you are free because Jesus Christ came for freedom. It is for freedom that Jesus Christ came. And this is what we must hold on to today. This is what we must believe today as children of God. However, there can be hindrances sometimes. Even when we might have identified and acknowledged the presence of generational curses in our lives and have just prayed about it, sometimes they still persist. At this point, we can become more aggressive towards it by taking aggressive steps like fasting, like seeking God's face, like standing on our ground, like saying to the devil and his cohort, lose your hand from me, break loose from me. And Matthew chapter 17 verse 19 to 21 says, how be it? This kind goeth not out, but by prayer and fasting. That means to engage aggressively with these generational courses, we need to take extraordinary measures. And that is by praying and fasting. That's by being aware of these negative connotations around us. Everything is possible with God. You need to be spiritually alert. You need to be spiritually aware of what is going on in your life. Time has come, brothers and sisters, where we need to stop everything and ask the question, why is this happening in my life? Why is it that I cannot progress in my life? Why is it that I cannot make the difference in my world? All these questions come to that place where we need to look back into our generation and then say, enough is enough. I'm stopping this now. This stop with me. This cannot go beyond me. I am going to stand on my God. And that's the way to overcome this. As I said at the beginning, the New Testament Christian would struggle to make a plausible case for generational curses because of the finished work of Calvary. Nevertheless, there are other issues that if we do not break ourselves loose from, would become a destructive instinct for our lives. Finally, to overcome the transferred spiritual bondage, we need to do the following. Surrender ourselves to the Lord Jesus Christ. Investigate your root to see if there might be something there that needed to be confessed and broken, including the sins of our ancestors, the sins of our nation, the sins of our people, and renounce any ungodly soul ties with the past and break the curses in your family line. Here's what the book of Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says as I close. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, said the Lord. Wow. 
I like this so much because here is the power that is available to you, my brothers and sisters. The power to conquer because no weapon, no kind of formidability can stand against you because you are a child of God and this is your inheritance. Not the negative bondage, not the transferred spiritual bondage, but the inheritance that God has given to you. And that's why Jesus Christ came. I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that you are highly loved. You are really, truly, truly loved by Jesus Christ. As we pray, join me, brothers and sisters, today. Let us bring ourselves to God today and call upon his name and believe that he is capable to break down every spiritual barriers today in our lives. Heavenly Father, we thank you once more Myself and my brothers and sisters around the world, we thank you because you are God that never fails. We thank you because you're the omnipresence God. We thank you because of who you are. We thank you because for the sake of us, you sent Jesus Christ to die upon the cross of Calvary. And when you stood there, and when you hung there, you said it is finished. You had our name on the cross. You had our name there too. You have my name on it. You have the names of my brothers and sisters on that cross. It was nailed there and you said it is finished. That means all the curses, all the generational curses have been broken on the cross of Calvary. Praise God. We thank you because you are a God who never fail. You are a God of authenticity. A God that say let there be and there is. And I pray today for my brother, for my sister out there who may be going through this kind of situation and wondering what on earth is happening? Father, I pray that the, there will be powers that will break through right now. Loose them from all the bondages right now. In the name of Jesus Christ, I thank you because at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Brother, sister, be free in Jesus' name. Be free today in the name of your Lord and Savior. And for those who have not accepted Jesus yet, I call upon you today to embrace this inheritance that is ours, that stop all the negative power from coming against us, that gives us that strength to stand against the wiles of the wicked one. Come to Jesus today and be free from the turbulence in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. God bless you, friends. I am free from the bondage of sin. It has no dominion, for Jesus lives within. Not of my righteousness or works that I have done, but just because of Calvary and Jesus Christ the Son, there is now 
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.